what draws healthcare professionals to the ergonomics field? We'll be talking about that today in the show. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Oh, the ergonomics field. Those of us who are into it, we swear by it. We love it. And I wanted to ask members of the free Facebook community what initially drew them into it. And the answers were not surprising, but at the same time, incredible to share the insights to you if you are considering adding ergonomics to what you're doing professionally or as a side hustle. Here's my favorite answer, and it's that when you are doing ergonomics consulting, it's kind of like you are a detective, but not just a regular detective, finding the driver of muscle imbalance or tension. And someone jumped in on this comment and said, it's like you're Nancy Drew or Sherlock Holmes. It's a natural fit. I love that. If you're like many of the healthcare professionals that I talk to who are considering adding ergo to what they're doing, then you probably had to pick a career early in life. But over time, you realize that you want something more. Maybe it's not you want to start from scratch, but you want to take it in a new direction. In 2021, an increasing number of people started to rethink their careers and long-term goals. This led to the great resignation. Maybe you've heard of it? We've talked about it before as a reason why employers are interested in ergonomic services. But now we're on the other side. Compared to 2020, there was a 20% increase in resignations in 2021. The average age a person changes careers is 39 years old. And 44% of American employees are planning a career change. And long story short, I'm hosting a training on Saturday, August the 13th at 12 p.m. Eastern that shows you how to get started with office ergonomics assessments, how to set yourself up for success. The link to how you can join this is in the description. These three areas can save you time and help you decide whether or not ergonomics makes sense to where you are professionally. The first thing that is a really valuable exercise is for you to reminisce to what attracted you first to your healthcare profession. Was it mastery of the subject? Was it being able to help people? Was it the income that you could generate? A lot of people think that ergonomics is dry, it's boring, but I think it's absolutely the opposite. 
you get to go into all these really cool work environments, and you get to come up with really creative solutions to fix the root cause of the problem. I really love when healthcare professionals still love what they're doing professionally, and they look to ergonomic services as a revenue-generating service. What I mean by this is someone comes into your clinic with pain or discomfort, and you offer an ergonomic service to resolve that in addition to what you're already doing professionally, or vice versa. If you're out in the field and you're doing ergonomics assessments for a corporate client, and you might see, I don't know, sometimes you get up to 40 assessments for one particular client, and you're charging between $300 to $1,000 for an assessment. So that's a considerable amount of additional revenue that you can generate for your business. But at the same time, when you're doing those ergonomics assessments, you can easily refer people back to your clinic if they need extra treatment that goes beyond of what you can do for them for an ergonomics assessment. For many healthcare professionals, that's complementing what they're already doing. It's bringing in additional revenue, and it's aligned with what first got you into your profession. Number two, let's talk about your experience. And I want you to think big picture here. Determine where the gaps are that are required for you to get started. What setting would you like to get started in? Is it industry? Is it office? Have you ever done an ergonomics assessment before? Have you done any sort of ergonomics training before? We all know that anatomy, physiology are just a few things that can open the door and make it a really easy next step. However, what I've observed is that new people in the field can have an over-reliance to behavioral-based ergonomic solutions, like stretching or posture, instead of engineering-based solutions. So looking at the equipment people are using and adjustments and engineering out the risk. Engineering solutions are always going to be more impactful and effective for your clients and for your business at the end of the day. When you're offering ergonomic services professionally, you'll be called in by a business or a person to identify and resolve literally anything in the work environment that could be causing or resulting in that person's increased ergonomic risk, injury, productivity, operations, etc. And that is where effective engineering solutions can really start to make a name for yourself, especially if you are in the industrial ergonomics world. I may be a bit biased, but ergonomics is a really exciting profession. I remember when I used to do more industrial assessments, and I wouldn't know what I was assessing 
until I was on the floor, until I got to that job where I got to see the equipment, the tools, the process that that person did. And I applied industrial ergonomics assessment tools to resolve those issues. Even in the office, you don't know until you're at the job what the ergonomic risks are going to be and what specific process that they use on their computer. In each of those scenarios, you would use the same ergonomics process, but you would use different tools to get to what the root cause of the situation is. And of course, the solutions would be drastically different with a mixture of engineering, administrative, behavioral, and personal protective equipment solutions that will bring that client the results that they are after. So we talked about your past experience, what you value in your profession. The last thing that you need to consider is learning that new skill. As I mentioned, I have this really amazing training that's happening on August the 13th, 2022, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Just got to head to that link in my description, sign up, save your spot because seats are limited. There is a chance that you may not have the skills and experience yet to shift into ergonomics. And that's okay. I'm here to help. That's what the training is going to do for you. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to move forward easier with less mistakes to get you into the field faster. What are your timelines when it comes to this? How long do you want to give yourself to learn how to do a really good ergonomics assessment? And when do you want to get started in the field doing it generating income? What also can help is having that clear goal in mind if you want to do ergonomics as a side hustle if you want to add it to your career, or if you want to get a new job doing ergonomics assessments for a company. We've all heard that saying, practice makes perfect. Malcolm Gladwell wrote about the 10,000 hour rule in his 2008 bestseller called Outliers. And this is pretty famous, and he talked about the combination of raw talent in addition to the hours you put in. And he said, for a skill like playing the violin, that it can take upwards of 10,000 hours to be that master. It's really neat to have this idea in mind when you're first getting started with ergonomics assessments. Because you certainly need that time in and you need to have a certain amount of ergonomics assessments under your belt before you can start charging for ergonomics assessments. And it's only going to get better over time. My program called the Office Ergonomics Blueprint shows healthcare professionals, no matter what your experience of ergonomics is, the steps to do effective office ergonomics assessments for both really simple assessments and really complex. Everything you need to do good assessments is in this program. So that's one way you can get ahead of this. Take a really good program and then use your friends and family deal 
do as many ergonomics assessments as you possibly can. And then before you know it, you're going to get those hours in and you can start to generate income or you can do it as a side hustle or you can move that career forward to when you do ergonomics assessments and consultations as an employee for a company. So your next steps. On August the 13th, 2022, I'm hosting a webinar about the seven steps for ergonomic success to get ready the best way and get started the best way. You can learn from someone who has literally done thousands of ergonomic assessments. Set yourself up for success, avoid those barriers that can limit your progress, and start doing ergonomics assessments faster. The link to sign up is in the description. There you have it, my friend, how to move forward with ergonomics assessments. I can't wait to see you in the live training that I'm hosting Saturday, August the 13th, 12 p.m. Show up live, we'll chat. I'll get to know you, you'll get to know me, and we'll have so much fun. Have a great day, and I'll chat to you soon.